With KSOM and KS95 News, I'm Tom Robinson. The Iowa State Patrol released information today on an accident involving a Fremont County deputy. The crash happened on January 25th at 7.03 p.m. in Hamburg. According to the report, Deputy Andrew Wake, age 39, was driving a 2019 Dodge Charger northbound on Washington Street and failed to stop at the intersection. Wake did not observe a westbound 2001 Dodge Ram driven by a 16-year-old from Hamburg driving through the intersection. The Charger proceeded through the intersection. The teen took evasive action but was struck broadside by the Charger. The report says a teen was injured, but both the drivers refused medical treatment on the scene. A Guthrie Center man died from injuries in a pickup bicycle accident. The Iowa State Patrol says the accident happened at 5.38 p.m. on Wednesday on Highway 44 east of Bluff Street. Authorities say 69-year-old Wayne Wesley Hayes died in the crash. According to the report, a 2013 Ford F-150 pickup driven by 83-year-old Francis Jr. Flannery of Panora traveling westbound on Highway 44 struck the westbound bicycle in the travel portion of the road. Panora EMS transported Wayne Hayes to the Guthrie County Hospital where he died from his injuries. Well, a former teacher at the ICAM Manning Community School District in Carroll County pleaded guilty in a sex abuse case. Cassidy Krause reportedly sent inappropriate material through social media and sexually abused a trio of boys ages 13 and 14. She resigned last year in August. She will be sentenced in March. The Carroll County Sheriff's Office and the Manning Police Department investigated the case, which led to the arrest of 24-year-old Cassidy Sue Branning Krause of Westside, Iowa. Sexual abuse in the third degree, a Class C felony. Two counts of lascivious acts with a child, both Class C felonies. Three counts of dissemination of obscene materials to a minor, all serious misdemeanors. Now, according to the press release, it is alleged that while employed as a teacher at ICAM Manning School, Krauss engaged in multiple orientated acts with three students, the youngest 13 years old. Creston police arrested 26-year-old Michaela Ann DeWeese on Wednesday on a Union County warrant for third-degree theft and 14 charges of unauthorized use of a credit card under $1,500. DeWeese was taken to the Union County Jail. Bail was set at $30,000. And Creston police arrested 19-year-old Dominic Lee Giles on January 31st on a Union County warrant for child endangerment, bodily injury. Giles was taken to the Union County Jail and held on a $5,000 cash bond. The city of Kimbleton had a water main break while the new water tower was filling. This has caused the water distribution system to drain overnight. Crews will be on site this morning to begin repairs to the water main. Currently, there is no estimated time for the repairs to be completed. A water boil advisory is in effect for Kimbleton. And turning the electricity and gas off to your water heater is recommended. Drinking water will be available at the city clerk's office today. Please be patient with city staff as this situation is resolved. More information will be provided to radio stations and the city of Kimbleton's Facebook page. Well, the Atlantic Executive Chamber Director Bailey Smith is starting to plan for a RAGBRAI's overnight stop in Atlantic on July 22nd. The next step is to form the RAGBRAI committee consisting of four to five executive chairpersons overseeing 25 to 30 committee chairs. We'll be meeting with RAGBRAI staff themselves in the next week to kind of figure out what our role is and what expectations are before we can really hit the ground running with forming the rest of our committee. Smith says each overnight town on the RAGBRAI route is given $50,000 far above the 8000 seed money. Atlantic received as an overnight stop back in 2019. So this is substantially higher, and what it does is it, it'll help the communities be able to not only 
book a higher-end band, but to also uh, be able to add more events during the day, but also help pay some of the bills we gather without having to rely so heavily on local sponsors. And despite this, Smith says they will reach out to local sponsorships. The 50 grand is not going to cover all of our expenses, but it is a very generous donation that the Des Moines Register is making to all the communities, and we're excited to mm-hmm. have some have a cushion to help us get, get this project off the ground. For more information on RAGBRAI, you can visit AtlanticRAGBRAI.com. You can sign up for email updates on general RAGBRAI news, information on available housing, vendor information, how to become a volunteer, and information on sponsorships. The RAGBRAI route includes overnight stops in Glenwood, Red Oak, Atlantic, Winterset, Knoxville, Atoma, Mount Pleasant, and Burlington. The 2024 route is 434 miles, the eighth shortest but hilliest trip in the event's 51-year history. Guthrie County Engineer Josh Seaburn ran through a summary of the recent snowstorm events with the Guthrie County Board of Supervisors on Tuesday. Four storm systems went through Guthrie County in a two-week period, and two of them were major. First one in the thunder snow were both handled by uh, normal operations, but upon the blizzard coming in, uh, we transitioned our managed structures where I assumed central control and was the hub of all communication. And that also what we were able to on guy were in machines and we were able to put every piece of machinery we had out on the roads. It did work very well. Having one person assume those duties uh, with the authority to move forces wherever need be uh, and to communicate effectively with multiple departments uh, and the sheriff's office mm-hmm. worked with dispatch very well. Dispatch was very helpful and very beneficial to us in the, throughout that whole event. Seaburn said the shop guys were extremely busy and all the crew did an excellent job. We stayed overnight at the facility for a couple nights in a row. It, it helped keep things on the road so we can hit the road in the, in the next morning. Sent some graders home and trucks home with employees. They plugged them in because we knew they weren't going to get out. So that way they could plow from their home to the roads and, and be going without us having to take time to go fetch them to get them out and going. That did work. We were a little concerned about the cold and fuel chilling. Uh, we'll have one minor issue with that. And Seaburn said they adapted to their methods due to the extreme cold. We didn't want anybody isolated, especially road graders, because it was blowing in pretty quickly behind them, and they can get further than anything other piece of equipment. Uh, so we ran them in tandem. We paired them up, and that ended up working very well because they could either be a mile apart running parallel or in sequence. Uh, either way, they had a little bit more confidence to hit that drift a little harder and give that extra effort and maybe get through it versus you don't want to stop because the nearest grader might be 10 miles away. And now they have to pull off and come play out. So it ended up working very well. Seaburn said IRVM was called in and they were instrumental in helping them run fuel and control traffic. He said the secondary roads crew is going to meet to go over what did work what didn't, and discuss what they can do to improve. There are a couple of uh, seasonal positions open at Lake Anita State Park. Beth Collins, Iowa Department of Natural Resources technician, says they want to hire one patrol officer and two recreational aides. Collins says a seasonal patrol officer, an SPO, would navigate through the week helping with the various maintenance needs. Additionally, Collins says the SPO would enforce some of the laws. They would be a temporary officer. Um, they would have to go to uh, SPO training in May. It's a two-day um, training. Um, teach them how to 
talk to people, write citations, uh, things like that. And the SBO would work on Thursday and Friday evenings to help Collins and the staff with some of the law enforcement needs. Um, It would be a great position um, for anyone who wants to get into a law enforcement field or to get um, permanent status with the DNR. Uh, It's a great stepping stone for that. Collins says the recreation aides help with general maintenance, trimming, mowing, cleaning restrooms, and natural resource management. Both positions have an age requirement of 18 or older. The SBOs receive a $15 per hour stipend, and the recreational aid, depending on skill set, receives $12.50 to $14 per hour. And Collins says if you enjoy the outdoors, camping, and meeting new people, consider becoming a volunteer campground host to cover a couple of weeks around the Labor Day weekend at Lake Anita this season. Those interested can contact the park at 712-762-3564. More news on the web at westerniowatoday.com. I'm Tom Robinson. Have a great afternoon.